standby passengers, see me at the podium in your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Nonner Lounge. I'm Monique, and we have all three of us here today, plus a special guest. And hey, this is Lara. I recently had a friend that listens to our show, and she reached out and said that we need to introduce ourselves by name. So I am Lara. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tyler. We're sorry that our listeners have a hard time telling between the difference of us. Probably it's between Monique and Lara more than me and Monique or me and Lara, but sometimes Monique has a I can go pretty deep. When when he gets sick, then she sounds like Cher, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> Cher's my karaoke go-to. Like Monique said, we have a guest on this this, this week, uh, but this week's a little bit different because usually when we have a guest on, we have to tell them don't say what airline you work for. But this time, our our guest is actually representing his company. It's not an airline, but it's going to be very interesting. It's something that I think all of our listeners are going to be very interested and excited to hear about. So we talk about the benefits that we have from our airline, and Jay's here to represent his company and to share how his company actually helps us with our benefits and, and using those. So Yeah, so our guest this week is Jay. He's a vice president for a travel agency that specializes in trips for airline employees. So we're going to hear all about uh, this company, Perks, and then we're going to hear some of his travel experiences and stories as well. So welcome to the show, Jay. Welcome, Thank Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. And and we try not to call them benefits. We like to call them perks. Perks. Oh, nice. that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> that makes sense. And, that, and that's perks. That's perks with an X. P E R X. So that's uh, what we've been going by since uh, right back when Al Gore invented the internet in the nineties. So we got that web web address and have taken it since then. A few weeks ago, we had uh, my friend Jenna on as a as a guest, and she told us how she booked a cruise for $1 on Perks. And from that show and a few tweets, we got in touch with Heather, who set us up with you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what is Perks and what do you do for them? Well, Perks is a company that was, like I said, was founded in the 90s, but it really has roots in history that go back even farther. And we are a, a travel company that specializes just in selling vacation packages to airline employees and their friends and family and really anybody that can fly non-ref because um, you all have buddy passes or whatever. So as much as an extended family as you have, that's who we, we're out there to, to go out and get special deals and to cater to that audience. And my responsibility the, these days is I'm part of the senior management, but also I, I spend a lot of time dealing with cruise lines and we sell uh, arguably more than anybody else in the cruise space on an interline basis. And so I have, you know, pretty deep and, and beneficial conversations with cruise lines about how best to maximize the non-rev channel for their purposes to fill their empty space and, and needs. So hence the $1 cruise. Occasionally we'll get a $1 cruise. The, the cruise lines, you know, after nine 11, we got a lot of them and that was, that was a tough time, but we've been around since then. And then now, you know, with the pandemic, the cruise lines 
normally they sell for each sailing they sell a ship each cabin five or six times and they and they open it up two and a half three years in advance well everything's kind of messed up for them right now because you know they started opening up last summer and things picked up and then delta came and we had a good fall and then omicron came and so you know with the continued disruptions to their sales channel it's just uneven so they're opening up their ships they're doing the best they can to staff them and get them but it presents opportunities for us and other partners in in our space to help them smooth out those bumps and uh, get their fleets back going to a more normal pattern. That's cool because her cruise was a backfill for a um, was that a hard rock band like a death metal or yeah, something death like metal that? I think was that that was scenario but right yeah the charter the charter business has has been real interesting for us too. We're not doing a lot with it right now just because they're just getting back and going. But yeah, we've had some real successes with, you know, situations where there've been these charters that they get almost full, but not quite full. And at the end they say, Hey, yeah, we could use an extra 50 passengers or something like that on board. And so, because our folks can usually get there at the last minute, they are highly attractive to those companies. So you, the other day when I talked to you on the phone, you said you've been on a hundred cruises. Wow. Probably I lose track yeah, but I did. I did say that most, the average length of most of those is probably two and a half days. So, uh, you know, you get on, you check out the ship. When my wife's fortunate enough to come with me, we we kind of always have a routine. We you know go to our cabin, unpack, go to the top of the ship, and just start working our way down. There's usually a bar somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. But you know, it's on those. They're they're a little quick, but they do give you a a great opportunity to to check out the ship and to see what's new and uh, really see all the amazing innovations that the cruise lines are putting into the new ships these days. It's um, it's super impressive. And, you know, the, the things that they can do and the way that they are reconfiguring the space, even on older ships that they're reconfiguring and doing, they're putting a lot of these same new innovative features in there. So uh, it's it's good to stay on top of it. And then the real reason that I go on board is because all the cruise line executives are there. So I'm at a position again, where I can beat them up is the wrong word, but uh, <laughs> talk to them constructively about how we can better partner strategically to get rates for airline employees. Yay. That that's, sounded that's, awfully corporate. Um, <laughs> send you on more cruises then <laughs> it helps get us better deals. So that was, is your, your business trips, but you're going to go on a cruise and enjoy for a couple of days. Well, they, they are business trips. They're and typically once they've got us there, you know, they'll have meetings and stuff. So there's yeah. not a whole lot of there's not a lot of lounging around the pool. You know, you might get a couple hours in the afternoon, but honestly, I'm usually backfilling that time with meetings from the revenue department or the sales team or what can we do to get a new promo. So the two nighters are pretty much bang bang. Three nighters you usually get a little more time and and of course you get all your best info. Uh, at the bar at night. So once <laughs> loose lips start talking, that's where you get all the gossip in the cruise industry, which is interestingly just, uh, and it may be the same in the in the airline industry, but the cruise industry is just a real small market. So if someone leaves one cruise line, they'll pop up at another one three months later. So you, you get to know kind of the same cast of characters on a lot of these cruises. So quick question. So when you get a chance to go on vacation, do you go on a cruise or do you do you pick somewhere else? Like, so I love to cruise and we do, I do cruise on vacations. I try to as much as possible, but we'll do both. I mean, 
during COVID, I went to Cancun and to, to uh, Cabo because uh, you could get there and it was easy. Yeah. So that was a great opportunity. And in, in uh, 2018, we did with I've got adult adult children and uh, daughter-in-law, and and we did 11 days in Spain. That was all just land-based. Um, oh, very cool! And was amazing. Loved it. I probably retired to Spain. It's so wonderful. If it weren't for the grandkids here now being in Texas, I would probably mm-hmm. retire to Spain. <laughs> uh, may just have to do a summer hacienda or something. But uh, you know, so we've done both. But we've done we've done great cruises. We've been all through the med. I love the I love cruising the med. You know, I could you know Spain, France, Italy, Greece, Turkey, Israel, all the islands in between. I love them. I mean, they're all they're all fantastic. I could be I could be happy spending a day on any of them. And our typical routine is we hit a port and take a cab to the farthest place that that we could walk back to the ship or something or reasonably get back to the ship and then just start working our way back through town so love to find little little corners and shops and restaurants you know you get lost in the berry gothique in barcelona for days and and have a wonderful time doing that that's a good tip though to take a taxi and then just work your way back yeah yeah that is yeah and if you're still far enough you know if you need to get back it's it's really good not to miss the ship so um (laughs) which i've never done but (laughs) You know, at some point you just you you cut it off and you and you just grab a cab and you get back. So if you if you're not going to walk all the way back, I mean, it, it, big cities is obviously different than you know little islands where you have a different experience. But that's how we like to do it. We like to really see the town and and the culture and you know find the little place, um, the neat little shops, the little bars, cafes. That's our style on that. Yeah. So I have a honeymoon that I'm starting to kind of plan for in October. And you guys, you guys do cruises and resorts. Oh yeah, we sell lots and lots of resorts. Um, yeah. And I'm going to uh, advise that you know October's great, but it's rainy in the Caribbean. Okay, good to know. There's also as a hurricane. There's yeah. also hurricanes in the Caribbean, so it's a it's a challenging month. So honestly, if if I were recommending someplace to go, I would go do a river cruise in Europe because. Oh. It is. It's a great way to see Europe. There are inclusive vacations to a large part, include tours and at least some of the alcohol, depending on where you where you go. But you can be as active or inactive as you want. It'll be fall. The color will be beautiful, and you really get in depth and get to see more of the country and the region than you otherwise would. But you only have to unpack once. Yeah. And, and the food's great, and the staffs are great. So. I mean, that's what I would recommend for October because anywhere else you go, it's it's kind of a challenge. I mean, if you want tropical island, you can go to Aruba because it, it never really rains. Hawaii is always good. But finding places that aren't, you know, most people say, yeah, but I don't want to fly the hours or, you know, there's a lot of easy connections to Europe, a lot of uh, cruise availability out of Munich or uh, Frankfurt or Amsterdam, Budapest. Those are your top places. When I did a cruise out of Budapest, I flew into uh, Vienna, and it was like less than 100 euros to get a, a, a car to take me to into Budapest. They're that close. So, and it was it was fabulous. So October, that would be my suggestion, unless you yeah, just have yeah. to have a beach, and then we'll work on it. <laughs> no, that sounds great. I like that. The other thing in October is the ships start coming back from Europe. So if you've got two weeks to kill insane values on the transatlantics and the returns and you you book a ship that's 
where the ship's the destination. You know, yeah. you do a couple, you do a couple ports there, and then you go on an amazing ship there, where it's got so many things to do and so many activities and you know attractions and shows and all those things that uh, you really have an opportunity to to really just experience the ships. Now, going to tend to be an older crowd on that, so if you wanted to be you know out clubbing at night, it's probably not your top itinerary for that. But you know, if you're looking for that aspect of a of a honeymoon. But it's a great value, and it's if, if you've had a crazy frenetic time getting up to your wedding, uh, and you want to chill, it's a it's a great opportunity to to chill out and just do it. My wife and I did a, a crossing on the Queen Mary too, a classic crossing New York to Southampton for our 20th anniversary, which was a few years ago, and um, <laughs> the. Uh, it, it was amazing when you when you got there and you know no jet lag and you just walked off the ship and it, it was super fun. So um, probably not the best thing for a first time cruiser because you need to be kind of into it. But if you're into cruising and want to chill, it's a great vacation option. Yeah, I like those. Can you can you tell me what's the difference between a river cruise and an ocean cruise? Other than you know, of course I know it's different water, but um, <laughs> I know the size of the ships are different. I've never done a river cruise. So uh, river cruises are smaller. Most of them only have a max of 160 passengers on board. So they're long, narrow. The cabins aren't huge. You know, it's, it's a little tight, but you're really not in it all that much. They have a common lounge and, and a couple of restaurants usually. And during the day, all your tours are covered, So or most of them anyway. So, you know, we did... You know, we got to do Christmas markets in uh, Vienna and then went to a little town in uh, the Czech Republic called Chesky Krumlo, which is just this fairy tale castle kind of place, uh, walled city. I mean, amazing stuff. And in, in 2015, we did Vietnam and Cambodia, which bucket list, bucket list, can't recommend it enough. We went and spent four days in, in Siem Reap, uh, touring all the uh, Buddhist and temples at, at Angkor Wat and everything around that area. It was, I mean, it's amazing, amazing. And did, then did a river cruise down the Tonle Sap and uh, the Mekong. Once you get, it merges into the, into the Mekong. But it's great. Vietnam, uh, Saigon at the end was great. Uh, Phnom Penh and the Killing Fields leave, you know, just an, an insane impression on you. But the, the real experience there is that the, the, these ships have uh, super cruise guides, they're cruise directors, and they'll, every night they'll come in and, and meet for cocktails in the lounge and say, okay, here's all the tours we have on tap, and you can sign up and you do one or two or none if you're, you want to have a chill day. And they'll, they'll explain everything, that, all the options you have, and then you get off the next day and like I said, you can do one or two tours and they'll, they'll take you around and you just get to, I mean, they may be wine tastings. They may be restaurant lunch things. They may tour castles, cathedrals, uh, old town cities, markets. It's just a great variety of different options. And they're, they're super, super hosts and the food's really good. They localize it for, you know, the country that you're, you're sailing through right then. And it's just a, it's a, you know, the view of, the view of the river and, and the countries going by is, is generally fantastic as well. But even sometimes if you're, 
if you're uh, doing most of the transiting at night, just seeing all the lights and, and the things lit up in the cities is a pretty unique perspective, too, that you don't always get otherwise. That's great. Thank you. Is So the tours are included. Is alcohol included? I heard that it was in some of them. I'm just saying. Just saying. It's a good, good question. It varies. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll include beer and wine with your meals. Oh, okay. And then mixed drinks in the bar are extra, or they'll do a... Uh, They'll, they'll have happy hour. They'll also include mixed drinks during happy hour. Okay. The thing about and the way they'll explain it is it's transitioning, but a lot of people, especially the older clientele, aren't big drinkers. And so they feel a little put upon to have to pay a fare that includes all the booze if they're not going to take advantage of it. So the, the cruise lines try to, to balance that out to where they're not feeling like they're charging a big surcharge for alcohol that people aren't going to want to take advantage of. I got that. Thank you. So, in my opinion, looking at perks, and I know from being non-revs, and we we never like to commit to things because we never know if we're going to get on. So that's I kind of wondered how have you guys found success in having your your customers, us, the come to you when we're so non-committal? I wish I knew the answer because honestly, we. <laughs> We pick tens of thousands of packages a year and people get there and, uh, you know, they'll put their transfers in and, and we always think it's, you know, the cruise lines ask me the same question. How do they know they're going to get there? I said, I don't know. They just do. We don't sell air. We don't worry about it. It's just like, you know, we, we, uh, we just do our best to, uh, give them all the information possible. I mean, when, uh, you know, on the cruise front, I think most people probably tend to go in the night before just to make sure they get there. And that's good advice for anybody uh, when you're trying to travel on a when you're trying to do a cruise, yeah, to give yeah. yourself some cushion. And, and you know, on European uh, vacations, it's one of those, it's like, well, if they can get to New York, they can get to Europe because there's flights every 30 minutes to London or now they're uh, Air France and Delta are doing a shuttle to Paris. Lufthansa is all Lufthansa United out of Newark, so there's plenty of lift, and so you can you can usually sneak over uh, without too much difficulty if you're really in a jam. And on Mexico and the Caribbean, we saw a lot of resorts that have a free bump or re, or move uh, policy, to where if you don't make it, we can push it. I mean, it it varies a little bit. Not it's not all of them, but we do have a large number of properties that will let you move reservations. So if you get to the airport and you know, like this uh, last weekend or weekend before last, when they had all the weather and cancellations, and it was just you know awful. Yeah. And I know I know they had a lot of the cruise lines were complaining about all the problems people get to Seattle for the cruises. You know, in that case, a lot of our resorts will work with you, and either you can either push back your vacation or they'll they'll give you future credit for the night that you couldn't go. No, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, it works. It's it's a, like I said, it's a mystery to me, too. So if y'all ever figure it out, please let me know. <laughs> well, I think non-rivers are probably almost better at making sure they get to some of those places than regular passengers. Because I'll have passengers, because I work at the gates, and they'll be like, but I have a wedding at 6 p.m. Like, I have to be there. And I'm like, you're literally flying the day of like a wedding. Like, I don't feel like non-rivers, like airline people wouldn't do that. We're like, that's dumb. But regular passengers, that's the kind of stuff they do. Right. And I think another big feature is um, a big part of our market is parents and retirees. And so they're 
they'll get there. They'll, they'll, they don't mind going a couple of days early. Is there anything better to do there? Um, they'll, they may even buy, you know, reduced air, you know, positive space. I know a lot of airlines I've heard you get X number of positive space passes a year. Um, so maybe they're using those to, to go on their, you know, on their paid vacation on a cruise or something like that. Uh, but even if you have a positive space pass, you still want to go early because you don't know if there's going to be a mechanical at the, you know, on the plane or weather or anything else. So it just kind of makes common sense. You're based in the States. I think you're in Texas and we're in, do you find a lot of your customers coming from all over the world? Cause there's airline employees everywhere. Or are you mostly working with locally here in the States? Well, we have offices in, um, not that we're actually in the offices anymore because we with COVID, we went virtual. So we're yeah, paying yeah. we're paying a lot of money for office space that we're not using <laughs> in uh, Texas, British Columbia, and London. So we have a, a sister brand that operates out of the UK called Touchdown. And you know we we tend to over-index for sure on English-speaking countries, but that's another great aspect of the airline industry is that you know most all the flight crews, if they're going to go international, have to be English proficient. So they're not afraid of coming to our website. And we, we get good business out of um, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, uh, Hong Kong when it was still uh, open. You know, and Scandinavians tend to speak English pretty well and aren't afraid of, of venturing over Israel. So we get good traffic out of, out of uh, Europe and, and even Mexico. But honestly, people will you know, they'll, they'll see our brochures and things and they come into New York or LA or San Francisco or Atlanta, any of the big hubs and, you know, they'll find us. Um, so we don't really direct a whole lot of marketing outside the United States, but, um, you know, unless they, once they find us and get on our email list, then, then they're eligible to see those deals, but we're happy to, to work with anybody. I'm on your email list. I like that every week. I get it. Uh-huh. Is that where I'd find the $1 cruise? <laughs> if we have a $1 cruise, it will absolutely be trumpeted on the, uh, on the email. So I've been writing those intros or, or most of them since the nineties or early aughts anyway. So I uh, usually get more of my homespun BS on there, but <laughs> trust me, if, if I, if I have a $1 cruise, she'll know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We don't keep those in our back pocket. That's what I was going to ask. So what is the best way for us and our listeners to find your deals? So they can get on your website. There's, you send an email out every week? We send out at least two every week. Okay. And sometime, uh, some weeks we do three. So I tell you for the next two weeks, we've got three scheduled because we've got some vendors that have some special content that they want us to get out. So we're, on, we're going to be on a three-pace uh, for the next couple of weeks. And what we, what we really try to do is you, you can't put everything in the email. So, because it would be, you know, it'd be pages and pages along. And so what we really try to direct you to is which cruise lines got the hot deals or which destination. And so there'll be some searches where you can go down and see, okay, well, you know, the top 20 here on are all pretty good. So we try to, we try to direct people to have a better experience on the website because, the website's got tens of thousands of cruise opportunities out there and, and thousands of thousands of resorts. And 
those rates vary by day to day to day. So you can't really, how do you pick what day you're, you're going to, you're going to put something out. So, uh, we like to, to have the new and the hot deals or the exceptional, exceptional values and promote those. But basically they're kind of an image and we can do more of it on the website with those kind of links and those things and, and really direct people to search for a, a great vacation deal on the website. I do know that when um, I booked a cruise with you, with you guys, I could also purchase the tours at the same time. I thought that was, and at a discount also. Yeah, we have a nice discount on our tour company that does it. You're certainly welcome to book through the cruise line direct, but also there's great value to be booked um, with the shore excursion group, who's our, our uh, partner on shore excursions. And, if you book far enough out to where you're not booking the next day, um, you'll get an email with a list of all the shore excursions and they guarantee to return you to the ship and all those kind of things. So, <laughs> to return you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's well, I mean, important. honestly, things happen on shore excursions. So, um, sure. but they work with the port authorities and, you know, if your bus breaks down and you're an hour and a half away, they're going to talk to you. And if you, if you can't get back for some reason, they will get you to the next port. So um, I have never heard of that happening, but mainly they'll just call the Port Authority and say, here we are, and we've got these passengers, and they'll arrange alternate transportation. So is there a day that we should look for, like you guys restock the shelves on Monday mornings or something? Is there a better time than others to, to look for deals, the new deals, or is it just constantly? They're, they're constantly They're constantly coming in. We've got some cruise lines like to dump new things over the weekend, which I don't like because it's harder to find and I have to go back and, and spool them up and, and figure them out on Monday. So from a Monday perspective, you kind of get the, the outlook on everything that changed over the weekend. And then Tuesdays are usually pretty good days because all the revenue managers have come back and, and figured out what happened over the weekend and start making adjustments. But then it's, it's pretty constant throughout the week. Okay. And it could be, it could be driven off off what their retail promotions are. They like to do weeks weekend sales, or you know, like Carnival's got a seventy two hour sale going on right now with third. It's retail, but it's third and fourth passengers are only twenty five dollars. So they they're always scrambling to do something like that. Good to know. Yeah, it is. So I actually just booked a, a cruise with my wife on with you guys about two weeks ago. And so we're going to Alaska. Have you done an Alaska cruise? I have, and it's amazing. So can you give us, I, I've never done the Alaska cruise. I did one other years ago. So what's something I should look to do or something that we may not find on like YouTube? That The great thing about Alaska is, I mean, there are a couple of ports where you can just go into town and do it, but you really need to, what I say about an Alaska cruise is your cruise fare is only the opening ante because what you really got to do is buy the shore excursions. So, I mean, you want to go up to the glacier, you want to do the whale watching trip, okay, you okay. want to, um, in Skagway, you absolutely want to do the White Mountain Railroad uh, trip up to the Continental Divide and the Canadian border and come back. It's just beautiful scenery up there. And that's what most people go to Alaska for is the, the scenery, the landscape, the seascape, the, when you're going in the inside passage, it's, it's, you got shore on both sides and, and the, then the wildlife, which is magnificent. If you're big into fishing, a summer vacation, the salmon runs are a lot of fun. You can do a lot of fishing, but you can also do deep sea halibut. Hiking is great. The glaciers are amazing. You know, they'll let you 
I assume they're still doing it, but um, historically, if you went on a shore excursion and caught a, a fish, you can bring it back board, bring it back on board, and they'll cook it and serve it to you that night. Oh, wow. oh, so yeah, I mean it's it's special. Experience. I don't know if everybody's doing that now, and with COVID and security, I can't guarantee that that's happening. But it was, you know, th- those are kind of the neat things about Alaska. And while it's great to have a balcony and stare out at the scenery all the time while you're cruising, I wouldn't be af- if you like to sleep. I wouldn't be afraid of an inside cabin because. The sun comes up at four in the morning and doesn't set till midnight. <laughs> so if you like a dark room, inside cabin is for you. And then you can spend your daytime up on up on decks and, and doing what you need to do. So it's just another great way to save and, and put your money into the short excursions. Oh, that's a good, good tip. So what is the latest time someone can book a cruise to departure date? It's usually about 10 or 11 in the morning before the day before. Wow. So less than 24 hours. Yeah, it gets, it gets really tight then. So it's not something I'd, I'd count on, but we've, we've booked them as late as 10 or 11. Sometime at around that point, they have to close the books and transmit them to the Coast Guard and TSA and whatever the uh, appropriate authorities are for immigration purposes. And that's usually sometimes mid, sometime midday. Um, but we've, We've done day before cruise bookings. That's great. You know, it's it's possible. I, I, not necessarily advisable, but possible. Well, hopefully, Don Rose, we're there by then, but... We're well, right. And honestly, a lot of those are Floridians that... Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you live, live there. there. Yeah, yeah, you live there that are, you know, they'll go get on board because, you know, why not? So that's the cruise capital of the world, and they have a lot of high volume frequent cruisers there i'm going to do something very unusual tonight what is that start packing three days before a trip (laughs) i'm i'm like kind of chronically the last minute guy you know it's like okay plane leaves at 10 leave the airport about a start packing about seven oh (laughs) (laughs) i do some of my best packing that crunch time yeah, well, I, I, I've done, you know, I've done enough trips that, you know, I've kind of got it down. But this is, Australia, it's winter down there. So it's going to be, for most of the trip, we're going to be in like 40 to mid-50s range, pretty chilly. Ooh. And then we're going up to Cairns in the Great Barrier Reef in upper Queensland. It's going to be 70 to 85 and we're taking a lot of internal flights and we don't want to, I don't want to pay extra baggage fees all over the place. So I've set a hard limit of one suitcase, you know, 23 kilos, that's it. And, uh, we've kind of got some accommodations along the way where we can get laundry done. So, uh, have to be imaginative and lots of layers. I think you need those cargo pants. You can zip off into shorts. Yeah, I don't. The, the problem is, there's going to be photos and Instagram, and yeah, it's just just not my thing. So well, I'll say, yeah. didn't Jay bring any other pants? Yeah. So you know, gotta gets on the plane, and you have like all these layers on to to get all those clothes down there. Well, actually, we we uh, since my first time to Australia, and and I scored a a what they call a classic reward points ticket on Qantas business class ticket. Oh wow. Uh, Ooh, yes. uh, that was reasonable. So yeah, we're we're going down on 
going down in business, coming back in premium economy. So all on miles. So we're big, both. big miles, mileage fans. Uh, those are both good choices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a long flight. Yeah. Long, long flight. At least you'll get there. You'll feel semi-rested. Yes. We'll, we'll semi-human. Yes. <laughs> Jay, I, I, first of all, I really like your uh, perks.com website. I, I found it really easy to navigate. Um, and when I look in there, I, I have to ask you this question. You have a little section that says adults only escape. What is that for like swingers? So <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh. It's all porn all the time. No. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of resorts that are adults only. And, um, and by that, they usually mean 18. Sometimes they'll mean 16. And it, it really just is more of a designation that they don't want kids. So a lot of people. Sounds good to me. Yeah. It's, it's like, nah, I don't want a bunch of kids running around while I'm at, at a resort. So that tends to be what it, uh, and I never thought of it. The, the main reason we call it. <laughs> so well, the main reason it's titled that way is cause you, if you trying to get through spam filters. So if you, if you say kid free or anyway, I can't remember how it evolved, but it was basically to get through spam filters. And so adults only was the designation on how you do that. Now there are lifestyle resorts and I use my quote fingers on that, that are like the hedonism or desires that are clothing optional and would probably better connote the what you're getting out of that adult-only <laughs> description. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Well, kids are the worst. So yeah, kids are the worst sometimes. <laughs> I got three kids, and it sounds nice sometimes just to have a break. That's what that cruise for my wife and I to Alaska. It's gonna be nice to have a week for. It's our kind of our ten-year anniversary this year, and so that's a oh, congrats. No, no kids, so. Kids but I'll tell you, I, I'll warn you right now. Grandkids are the best, and they will absolutely steal your heart. So. Our, we, we've got two little ones, um, two and a half and a, and a year old, and they were down here this weekend. And oh, oh, fun. You're completely defenseless. I mean, they, they, <laughs> own <you>. <laughs> they <laughs> completely own you. All right. So we just want to thank you for coming on with us today. This has been really fun to get to know you a little more, hear some of your, your stories and advice and stuff. If we name drop you, Jade, do we get an extra perk or... Absolutely. We always have perks. We, in fact, we have special. We want to thank you all for uh, our listening today and allowing us to, to, to come here. And so we've set up a special uh, promo page with a discount for anybody that uh, wants to come by and visit. And I'm going to let you give everybody the address, but we would we'd love to do that and get an extra perk. Yeah, we're very excited for that promo. So you can go to their website backslash non-rev lounge podcast to get it on there. And we'll, we'll put the link up as well on our sites and also just the promo code of non-rev pod 30 to get an extra 30% off or $30 off. So yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for doing that for yeah, our Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, you bet. Generous. No, yeah. Well, but we appreciate that promo code. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope it, we hope you get some response from it and hope it, it gives us shine to y'all as well so well perfect well thanks for joining us um hope you have a great time in australia it sounds like a fun trip and uh we'll look forward to um having people on and get into your website and and i thought this is my first time i said when this comes out i'll actually be on the in alaska as long as i make my flights on your perks cruise on the perks, on your perks so, cruise. so 
but uh yeah i've i've your website's great and i think uh you can find a lot of good stuff so thanks for joining us and uh and thanks for being our guest well thanks we appreciate it and uh hope you have a great cruise i, I what i haven't looked it up yet now because you know i don't know curiosity but what are y'all who are you sailing with we're on princess princess yeah out of, out of seattle that's what i figured getting any out of seattle would be easier than vancouver or getting to anchorage as an honor of in june sounds awful so uh, there's a lot of options to get there and it seems like oh Prin- princess is great they do they sail more passengers to Alaska than anybody else, hands down. So oh, nice. they're the real they're the real experts and have the most Glacier Bay visits and all those kind of things. So yeah, we're excited. So yeah, I hope you have a great time. Well, thank, thank you. you. All right, well, to our listeners, see you next week and uh, bye.